Okay, I think we live. Okay, so um, should we should probably actually do an introduction this time since we haven't done it for like eight episodes now. Um, okay, so this is a um, recap of Bleach, I guess, right? Um, how yeah. many chapters are we doing? Like, like what chapters are we going up to? I think it's till thirty-six. It just before uh, Ishida is introduced, just before the Quincy, because I'm thinking next stream we can talk more about the Quincy's in there. Yeah, so uh, so that's like volume, like the end of volume five, I think, because I think Ishida gets introduced in volume six, if I'm remembering correctly, um, and. I don't know. A, a lot of people would say that this is like the most boring part of Bleach, like the introduction. I guess probably not the most boring part, but like the it's the least good part of it. But I actually really, really like like the early chapters. Like they're not my favorite, but they were still really good. No, like uh, when I read Bleach like a long time ago, like the initial chapters, I never really think much about it. But now when I did the reread, like it's. It's way more interesting because I I like already know the story, so you see more detail like about the whole hollow story and how Ichigo is actually, you know, trying to, um, you know, uh, adapt to like actually killing people he like knows like with that whole Orihime's uh, bigger brother. He had to kill him, so, sort of like that. It's it's interesting, I guess. Yeah, like, um, the, like, like, specifically, like, the whole Ichigo's, like, sorry, Oihime's, like, brother story is, like, really good. Like, that's, like, that's, like, probably the highlight of, like, the entire, like, like just, like, it, it comes out of nowhere, too. Like, you wouldn't expect, like, this new character to get introduced and then immediately have, like, like, we have a really good, like, understanding of, like, Oihime's character after that, like, and like, like everyone's characterization, like in these early chapters, is just super good, especially because most of the human characters end up being like being pretty irrelevant later on. Yeah, and then like also that whole um, that whole uh, story about his mother passing away and how he thought he was his mother just you know probably slipped in a glass fell on her when you know they both fell down, but no, it was actually. Uh, a hollow and the hollow used that little girl as bait and the the fact that he wanted to like just kill the hollow he didn't want help yeah like that and like that scene like um when like Ruk, rukia says that like um like what um, puts the idea like out out there that maybe a hollow like had killed her like that was one of the most like uncomfortable scenes i've ever seen like anything because even if Rukia had, like, reason to suspect that, it's, like, um, that's just not something you should say. And yeah. like, they even kind of touch on that. And that's just, like, really interesting. And, it, like, it also plays into, like, this scene way later on when, um, when, like, um, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, so, which when Ichigo fig- figures out um, his dad is a sorry repay. And, um, he says like oh yeah like i don't really care like i'm um, explaining to me like what like, like when you actually feel like explaining why you're so weeping to to me like, yeah it's just kind of cool because it's directly connects to like a scene like chapter like 15 
Yeah, because it's like when someone's family member or friend passes away, it's like, you know, it's a really sensitive topic to bring up and like Rukia just brings it up like nonchalantly. But then later in the chapter, she's like, you know, if you're ready to tell me, then I'll listen. But until then, I won't, you know, pry more into it. And also that whole uh, part about, you know, she she wanting to help Ichigo, but then uh, she gets a flashback from her brother. And it's ba- obviously in the early chapters, it's not shown that it's her brother, but it's, is this guy fighting to save his life or is he fighting to save his honor? And if it's his honor, you shouldn't help him even if he dies because if he's alive and his honor is gone, it's, it's worse than death. Yeah, like it's, yeah, like it's pretty like interesting that um, Kubo like he must have had like the whole Kai and Shiba plot line like planned out pretty well, um, because like that whole like honor stuff doesn't get revealed until like f- like fifty cha- chapters in or something, but it gets referenced here and it's just kind of interesting, um, but like a lot of people just seem to like forget about this like arc later on, like. Because, like, say, like, when I reread it, like, I didn't even realize, like, how much I liked the arc until I went back and, re- and I can reread some of the chapters for for this. Like, it's just so good and in- in- interesting, you know, even if it's not, like, as interesting as a lot of the later stuff. Yeah, and, like, even that, uh, you know, that whole story point about that, like, uh, that, like, soul uh, ghost guy, you know, on TV? Yeah, uh, Don Kanoji, I think. Yeah, that 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 whole arc was also not arc, but like that story point was pretty cool because it like introduced like, oh, even though like Ichigo has the power to see it and his sister has it, also Orihime has it and that uh, Tatsuki has it and Chad has it and this guy has it and it's like oh, so all these guys have it and then like later on you actually see like oh they they have powers. It's 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 subtle foreshadowing, but it's done really well. Yeah, like it's it's just kind of weird because like then like you you realize like the whole um like Totsky being able to see ghosts um that doesn't get elaborated on till a lot later like after the Soul Society arc, um which Kubo hadn't planned at that time like um. Like, when he first planned on extending it after the Soul Society arc, it's when he introduced the Eyes and Dying plotline, right? But um, at, at the time when he showed Katatsuki, like, being able to see, see ghosts, um, he didn't plan to have it go after the Soul Society arc, so I don't really know why he introduced that. But it worked out, I guess. Yeah, and, like, also with, like, Oriyime and Chad, like, with Chad, you get to see his uh, use of his powers, like, fairly early on. But like with Orihime, it, it comes later on also, I think also after maybe the Soul Society arc, if I'm not mistaken, because she played a very big role in the whole, uh, that whole hollow arc and also the, what, Thousand Year Blood War arc also. Well, yeah, she, well, she gets her powers during the Soul Society arc, but like, she doesn't really know how to use them yet. Like, she doesn't really use them at all, besides like the attacking one. Um, yeah, she really only does use her powers after the Soul Society arc, but she did have them doing it. But 
and then she just stops using most of her powers besides the healing one. Um, but then, like, I don't know, like, what Kubo seems to do is he seems to, like, introduce a bunch of, like, plot lines, and then just, like, pick and, like, picks and chooses which ones he actually elaborates on. Because there's a lot of, like, subtle stuff that um, it seems like Kubo might have been planning to actually do something with. Like, um, uh, so, like, remember when Chad, like, um, he gets attacked by Hollow or whatever and then goes to eat Ichigo's house? Uh, he goes to Ichigo's house. Well, yeah, because it's the, um... Oh, the parakeet thing. It, it's yeah. like... Yeah. Um, there's a scene where, um... Like, Ishin, he's, he's trying to, um, like, get ambulances to come pick everybody up because he doesn't have enough room for all the people, like, that will attack. And then he says, um... Tell your boss that, um, like, Kurosaki's asking for something. Oh, yeah, and, and the your place he... space. I remember that scene. Yeah, and, like... Yeah, and, like, that stuck out to me so much because, like, I doubt he was actually planning, like, um, it to be, like, Ayu's dad that it was referencing. But when you read it back, it's like, oh, like, the boss of the person he was talking to was Ayu's dad. And, like, Ayu's dad and him have, like, a pretty, like, uh, like, well, they have, like, a pass-pass pa- together. Like, they're sort of friends. So that's why he's telling him to, like, uh... Like, tell Koi Kurosaki's asking for a fa- favor. And, like, obviously, Kubo hadn't planned that, but it's just kind of interesting because it, it, like, it works. And I think, like, back when Bleach was airing, right, back then it was the big three, Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. But, like, Bleach was, you know, not really spoken that much. And, like, nowadays people give it a lot of hate. But I think if Bleach came out now it would be way more popular than it was back then because like these starting chapters it's very slice of life like like and that's what everybody likes now you know that slice of life chapters it it focuses way more on like the characters and the daily lives and the comedy aspects uh, more than they focus on like the fighting and later on they go like into heavy fights but in these early chapters, it's way more slice of life than actual uh, battle shown in action. Yeah, like, I... Yeah, probably actually would be pretty popular if it came out today. But it'll be a lot di- different, too. Like, I don't think Kubo would have the same style if it came out today, which is, like, a big part of Bleach. Because, like, Bleach is, like, peak early 2000s, like, fashion... Like um, what like what characters wear in a lot of like the earlier chapters, and that's like a big appeal. So, it I think because yes, yeah, slice of life is more popular than it's like ever been. Like I could see it being more popular if it, like it was, um, coming out today. But yeah, like that one really that one scene that sticks out to me is like, you know, when Orihime is like, oh, it's lunchtime, and then Tatsuki is like, why are you so excited? And it's like, you know. Girls only come to school because of lunchtime. That's the peak of schooling for a girl. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is like so stupid stuff. Or like with Ichigo's friends. They they like uh, in the average, you know, getting the 50s and just passing. But like Ichigo and Chad, they on the top. And it's like, you know what? Don't talk to us because you all are smart guys. We only want the dumb guys with us. Yeah, like... um. 
like I think this is like the peak of bleach comedy. Like, like it's just like actually really funny to read. Like later on, there's like some good jokes, but like in these like first like well like thirty chapters or something, it's just like really like actually like fun, funny like all the time, and like. This arc is the only time I actually like Orihime, like, as a character. Like, because, like, she's best when she's just, like, a comic relief character. Because, like, a lot of the things she says are, like, really funny. But, like, until the full Bing arc, they basically just stop having to do anything, like, entertaining at all. <laughs> yeah, no. I never really went... I read Bleach initially. I never really, like, you know, like, worried about Orihime. Like, I could see, like, okay, she's there because she's, like, Ichigo's, you know, pair. The love pair, you know, that ship. But, like, other than that, I never really care about her. But, like, when you when I'm rereading now, it's, like, yeah, she's a pretty funny character. Like, it's, the comedy with her is, like, pretty good. Yeah, like, it, and then, like, later on, Kubo just doesn't do, 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 do that, like, at all. And then, like... I just kind of lose lose in, in interest in it because like like her like backstory and stuff is cool um like like with her brother and stuff but they resolved that plot line as soon as it was introduced so like she doesn't really have much to like actually like do during the story besides like heal pe- people which isn't that interesting but doing the full binger it's actually pretty good like she's probably like one of the best characters in the, in the full being like, but I think we'll get that there in a, in, a, in a while. Yeah, and then I think well, one of the characters I like I could see like is just forced in there was uh, Khan. Like, I don't know if Kubo planned for him or if they told him, listen, yeah, you need one cute character to sell merchandise. Like, uh, if you look at One Piece, you got Chopper, the cute guy that sells all the merch, you know. And tries to get more of that female def- demographic in because of the cutesiness. So I don't know if because Con, when he's on the screen, it's it's either for because Ichigo needs to go uh, into his Soul Reaper mode but doesn't have uh, Rukia around, or like the chapters is in where it focuses on him. It's it's kind of boring. <laughs> well, like I like. Um... I like his thing, like, he won't hurt anything. Like, um, he, like, even, like, refuses to, like, step on an ant. ant, ant. Like, that's kind of interesting. But I think that's the only time it's ever mentioned. So, like, Cone is probably the most uninteresting character in Bleach. Because, like, he really is just there. So, um, like, there's a reason why Ich- Ichigo just isn't a bar body lying on the floor whenever he fights. And, like, yeah, it probably is for merchandise since he's, like, Probably the most merchandise thing in Bleach since there's like no figurines. And then like I also like the whole part of uh after Ichigo fought with uh that hollow that killed his mother, right? And then you go and you see like they break in the hollow mask and then he transforms. I like that because it like foreshadows the whole whole uh what's this uh Hollow arc that's gonna happen with Aizen Sasuke and all that. Yeah, uh, the uh, yeah, like I won. Oh yeah, cause he does transform. Um, yeah, I, I guess you're right. Um, there's something weird though because um, 
doing the Oihime's like brother thing, he takes off his mask, but he doesn't transform at all. So I'm guessing he didn't have the idea of of, of a Runka when that Urk happened, because he literally takes off his mask and then he doesn't transform uh, to another. No, no, that's so. that that's a bit different. Like even when Ichigo uh killed that other guy in the hospital, that Hollow, remember in that whole uh, that TV show thing, right? Yeah. He first let go of his hollow form, then then he disappeared. I think the same happened with uh, Orihime's brother because, like, they spoke to his human side. So, I think maybe that hole, even though it can't get filled up again, maybe it, the effects were wearing off because he was coming back to his senses. Like he didn't feel that regret and loneliness anymore, and that's why he asked Ichigo to kill him. But if you look at uh, with that other hollow you could see like they literally trying to rip the mask off and like they properly break it it wasn't like it uh you know faded away they broke it open that i think that's the difference yeah i guess you like that does sound right um and it also explains why he didn't become an Ivanka. so you you're, you're probably right right with that because i don't know i guess as like, when when i reread it i was um very confused as to why he didn't become an Ivanka. So I just kind of assumed, like, oh, he just hadn't thought thought of it yet. Which he probably had 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 it, to be fair. Since that was, like, chapter... Yes and uh, no at the same time. Because, I mean, even though that was, like, chapter 4 or 5, this whole mass-breaking thing was chapter 20. I mean, it's not that far off, so... I think he did have a basic idea of the whole Arankat story, right? Maybe, maybe, yeah. I just don't really see why he would, since, like, in an interview, he said that he um, was planning to end it after the Soul Society, but then he wanted to write more of it, so then he killed off Aizen, well, he had the fake Aizen killing thing. And then that's how he was going to extend it. So I don't really know why he would introduce the Ivanka, but maybe he just thought and thought and thought it was cool. And maybe he was like, oh, maybe I'll introduce the Ivanka eventually. Um, which I guess he yeah, did end up doing. The longest arc in the show is about, like, like the longest arc in the show is about Ivanka. So I guess it was probably good that he said I set it up early on. Yeah, I think it's uh, maybe similar to like One Piece and Oda. Like, Oda said it in an interview, right? If he wanted to, like, go through every single uh, part of the world, like, if he wanted to explore every single part of the world, One Piece would never end. Because there's a lot of things to see in the One Piece world. And that's why he tries to... That's why now he's, like, sticking to, like, Wano and making everything go smoothly but if he wanted to extend one piece he could easily go to like a separate island or he could go to like a different uh power system thing and explain that even further i think the same could be said with okubo like he, he planned for the whole aranka thing whereas like okay it exists but i'm not gonna explain it because this is the story i want to do like maybe i'll do a light novel but like you said, he extended the manga, so he probably said, "Okay, fine, I'll just do it in the manga instead of like maybe a light novel or a 
question and answer session. Yeah, that. Yeah, I guess yeah, that is actually that is pretty likely. Or maybe like he was maybe like the society that he was originally going to do was like super different. Because like I don't know, like the grand fisher like thing. Because he like disappears, right? So he like um, leaves, and that just is like a really bad ending to that story. So I'm guessing maybe the original storyline was supposed to have Grand Fisher like play into the Soul Society somehow. Like I just don't see how like the could have ended at the Soul Society because there's a lot of plot lines that weren't resolved by the end of the Soul Society. Um, but yeah. He probably was just gonna like introduce the concept of Ivanka's and just not explain it, like he did later on <laughs> with a bunch of stuff. Yeah, because uh, remember uh, the Sava Oriak in One Piece, right? Where Rayleigh took out uh, Kami's uh, collar, right? It was only explained literally in this current Wano arc how that happened. Yeah, like. That, I don't know, that's like my least favorite thing about One Piece. Like, hockey's been a thing for like 500 chapters, and Oda hasn't explained it properly. <laughs> Which, I don't really know why. Because, um, like, sometimes there's like invisible hockey, sometimes, like, there's not. Like, sometimes, like, the um and hockey's black, sometimes it isn't. Like, he hasn't even said if the black um and hockey even actually exists yet, <laughs> or if it's just like a visual cue. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he. That that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it took a long while for Oda to explain it, and we didn't even know if he was gonna explain it fully. But the same could be said with Bleach. Like, even though it's shown, you never know when it might get explained or if it might ever get explained. Yeah, like, I get yeah, because most people did assume that um. Oh, it was just like Oda, um, like didn't fully think of um and hockey yet. So then, like he he just changed it after the time scale, but it ended up actually being um, like it's just like an advanced form of um and hockey. Though I still do kind of think Oda just hadn't thought of it yet, <laughs> and now he's just like um putting it back in the story, which doesn't really matter if he did because it still works. Um, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess he probably. I, I could see Kubo just introducing, like, oh, a Hollow's transform after the mask breaks, and then just never um, elaborating on it, because it really isn't that important. Like, most people wouldn't notice that he transformed after he put, t- took his mask off. Like, it, most people just kind of forget. Yeah, most people did. I mean, I forgot about it. But like, with Haki, I think Oda did think about it in the future because. In an interview, I think he said that Shanks was supposed to keep both of his arms, but uh, his editor said no. Shanks needs to lose one of his arms. I think the editor didn't like see the the picture Oda was painting with uh, Haki. So I think he did have a basic understanding that he knew what it was gonna do. But at the end of the day, when you do your first manga, you gotta listen to the editors. They they know better, and it worked out for the best. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. I feel like One Piece would be a lot different if Oda didn't have, like, editors. <laughs> like, cause, like, a lot of, like, the like the Supernovas, for example, on Sabo Odi, 
those were like created by editors and he's if the stomach if i'm remembering the story correctly is he like he hadn't planned for those guys to exist but then the editors were like hey this arc's gonna be boring if they don't exist then he invented them like a week before the arc started um oh yeah definitely so because editors are definitely important. oda said it himself like the only supernova he ever had like big plans for was kid I mean, I think that's the only supernova he thought of because it was the only one he said he actually had plans for, like, Kid because I think he wanted, like, a rival to Luffy. Yeah, I I want to know how the story would end, end up if the supernovas weren't, in, like, weren't, like, a thing. Like, it would have been completely different, like, because Law wouldn't exist. And Law has been the focus of the entire post-time skip. Like, like he wouldn't have. They wouldn't have went to Dress Rosa. They wouldn't have met Kinehimon. They wouldn't have went to. They would have went to Wano eventually. Anyway, but it would, they would be a lot different. It's, it's crazy. Um, I guess he would probably invent law anyway, just because he needed it for the story. I don't. Um, I don't think so because I mean Luffy never follows Law's plans either way. I mean. <laughs> well, yeah, but like. Well, because. The reason they met Kinemon was because he went to Punk Hazard and Law, like, fused him with the dragon or whatever, whatever happened there. Um, I think he just put it on top of the dragon, if I'm remembering correctly. And then the Star Hats had, like, the um, uh, transponder snail called and then went to Punk Hazard. Meaning, and then, then they get this whole thing, like, um, the plan to take down Kaido, which Luffy doesn't listen to him, but they wouldn't have ever went to Dress Rosa because they would have never met Kinemon, which would have never meant they had to go save Kanjuro. And it just kind of keeps go- going. Like, yeah, I think you could different. say that, but then again, Oda would have had the story differently for them to meet Kinemon and that. But I think that's what makes... Well, yeah, definitely. That, that's what makes good writers. Like, if you look at, like, Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece, like, there's a lot of stuff that they did not want in like their stories. I think you would know more of Bleach like what wasn't supposed to be there at the beginning. But like with One Piece, the whole Shanks thing with the whole supernovas. And then with Naruto, Sasuke and basically the Hokage is not being uh, dogs, dog people. I mean, those were taken out and th- those were what the editors said, you know, take out the dog people, put Sasuke in. And the fact that they could implement that into a story that they already had in their mind and make it like one of the best creations to date. I mean, people still talk about Naruto, people still talk about One Piece, people still talk about Bleach, even though most people disrespect it. I mean, there are still people who still talk about it. I mean, that that's what makes these, these writers so great and the reason why people call it the big three. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a really good point because, like, I feel like them being able to take take stuff that they don't like necessarily want, or like at least just didn't like plan for, um, and then actually make it into like a, a a cohesive like narrative is pretty impressive. Like, especially with Naruto, because like the editors invented like the entire plot basically because um Sasuke, he's the basis of the entire show. And then he apparently he wasn't supposed to exist, which is 
kind of insane. Like, Naruto would have been ca- cancelled if Sasuke hadn't existed, because it just wouldn't be interesting. Yeah, I think um, if there was no Sasuke, I think Naruto would have ended with the pain arc, because I think that was, like, the biggest thing, the biggest arc that did not involve Sasuke. <laughs> yeah, like, most of the really big arcs involve Sasuke. Um... And if Sasuke hadn't existed, um, Naruto could have ended at the pain hook. Because the only reason, like, narratively, the way I see it, Naruto could have ended with the pain hook other than Sasuke isn't in the village. Like, Sasuke's character arc wasn't completed yet. Um, which, that's why the war arc had to be done, and some other stuff. But I think it's mostly just an excuse for Sasuke to complete his character arc, um, which I never really found interesting, so I don't really like the final arc of Naruto. But, like, if you look at like Attack on Titan, like that that author, he did not want to change anything. Like, I think he went to like uh, Shonen Jump, and they said to make his uh, what Eren more like uh, Goku, you know, the typical Shonen guy. And he's like, no, I mean, it's still a successful series, but I mean, that series isn't for everyone. And I mean, if you look at Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach, I mean, anybody can watch it. I mean, you see all those videos of like. Oh, this old guy reacting to the pain uh, uh, speech, or this this person. It's like everybody from every age group can enjoy these series, but not everyone can enjoy like Attack on Titan, where the author didn't want to change his story. He he had a story, and he wanted it that certain way. Yeah, like I think it's a pretty good example because um. I've tried to watch, well, I tried to read Attack on Titan like three different times, and I keep quitting after the main character dies. Because it's, I'm not just like bored, it just doesn't really interest me that much. But like, when the main character dies. Wait, what? When does the main character die? Um, probably like six chapters in, I think. Um, I'm not that far in. It's crazy though. Um, I I think he he would have to come back since he's the main char- character, but he gets like eaten like the very early on. It's, oh, like, after that I was like, okay, I'm not reading it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I only like watched like three episodes, but my friend he 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 likes Attack on Titan. He basically I think what happened was he gets eaten and then he basically turns into a titan himself. So he doesn't actually die. Wait, wait, I, I, I'd assume he doesn't die because he's the he's the main character. Like, I, I don't know. Like, say like when Go Goku dies, it's like oh he died, but like he's still in the show. Oh no! <laughs> uh, uh, my friend tells me like Attack on Titan is is similar to Game of Thrones. Like, some characters you just love them and then boom, they're dead and they're gone forever. <laughs> it's so it's not really like a guarantee, but they they like say it like the unless you're the main character because I think like right now I think in the manga the main character has like five different titans in him. I don't know. It's a whole thing I don't understand. But yeah, anybody could die in that series. Yeah, I'm just wondering if he if like if he just um is able to like, decline his editors. I'm kind of wondering how the series hasn't been, like, cancelled yet. <laughs> because, like, just because, I don't know, 
if like if say if I was an ed- editor and like the writers kept like declining any idea I put out, I'd be pretty mad. I probably wouldn't want to lay awake with the guy. So, like, no, I was but wondering, like, in Japan, like, people don't actually care about, uh, like, your personality, so to speak, as long as you, like, get the job done. So, if, like, a mangaka is, like, super stubborn, as long as he's getting his sales and that, they don't actually mind it. They're like, okay, you know, you know what you're doing. Clearly, you got a good story. So, it's fine. You know, we don't really care. But if you're stubborn and you're not performing, they, they'll cancel you straight out. It's the, in Japan, it's more about work, like whether you can produce the results more than your attitude towards the work. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that does make sense. Um, but like... Like, like Kishimoto, for example, example, like he had to listen to his editors on Naruto, but like on Samurai Eight, he he, he didn't, and um, I guess we saw where that got him. Um, but I, it just like I really hope Kubo, um, like, doesn't go all out on being the witch, like, because. Like with Kubo had some crazy ideas for Bleach, and those being put all put in Ban the Witch because there's nobody to tell him like, hey, um, it's probably not very good. It's probably pretty bad. So I really hope Kubo um, still has editors that will actually tell him what to do and kind of ignore the fact he's like a legend and he's one of the most successful mangaka ever. Well, I think he would. Uh... I think you would still want editors around because I mean it it has been like a a long while I mean what di- didn't like bleach in like five six years ago or something well the anime ended four you know the anime ended like at eight years ago I think eight or seven years ago and the manga ended four years ago yeah um, four years so I mean it's pretty long time unlike with like Kishimoto like three months later he's back in it you know yeah I really I well, it really was only like a few year break and he was probably working on Samurai 8 like during the break I'd imagine um, before it actually gets published because like I imagine Kubo, Kubo is probably working on Band the Witch and um, that's like five months from getting published so like like have 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 you read the band the witch one shot? Because like, I really don't like it. Like it's not good. I read the whole thing. I mean, it isn't the best, but I think it did make quite a few sales, and I think they're riding on the whole twenty anniversary, uh, Bleach and the whole uh, anime coming out. I think they're riding on that, and they can try and see. I don't really think Kubo's super invested in. Burn the Witch. I think he's going to be more invested in the anime because I heard rumors of people saying, oh, they, they might change the ending a little bit because at the end of the day, the manga ending was like really rushed and I think that was because of Kubo's health. But the difference with Burn the Witch and Samurai 8 was Kishimoto always wanted to write a samurai manga and I think the fact that he he made it, he could still do his samurai manga and 
people wouldn't like tell him oh no you can't do it yeah like you like I, I don't blame any of the editors for not like for for forcing him to put like more like I, I I wouldn't blame an editor for letting like Kishimoto not do whatever he wants because it's like this dude is one of the most like, successful authors like ever. Like you can't just tell him like hey um no like you have a like like it's like, hey like it's a bad idea like you just can't like it's impossible. Um, but I feel like with Kubo he's he seems like he'd probably be more um willing. Cause yeah, cause it's not like a super big passion project for him. Like he has, he I doubt he's been wanting to do this for twenty years, <laughs> so he'll probably be a lot less passionate about keeping his ideas like in the manga complete, completely. Like after imagine Kishimoto was, since this is like his dream dream project. Yeah, and I think do you have anything else to add? Um. Yeah, I I can't really think of anything. Okay, so I think uh, we should end the stream here, guys. If y'all enjoyed, you know, subscribe, like, and yeah, we're gonna continue with Bleach, and then when that's over, we'll see what else we can do. So we'll see y'all in the next video.